Hi, I'm Garvin DeShazer, and today we'll be hearing about two women who defied the traditional conventions of friendship to form bonds that were deeper than either one of them could have imagined possible. Hope you enjoy this story because this is your daily inspiration. When 12-year-old Pat Fetter sat down to write a letter to a new pen pal, she never dreamed it would be the start of a 51-year friendship. It was 1965 in Edmonton, Canada, and Pat's father had invited a guest over for dinner. The guest was traveling on business from New Zealand and mentioned that he had a daughter Pat's age named Denise. I asked if Denise might write me, and I gave him my address, Pat says. We've been writing ever since. For the next several years, Pat poured her soul into handwritten letters. She wrote Denise about everything, first her studies in school and later her her choice in a career and her choice in a husband, even having kids, and all the struggles that came with those choices and in between those choices. I could say anything to her, Denise says. She became a very good best friend, and I could write down all my thoughts and feelings. For decades, they wrote each other letters by snail mail once a month. I knew it took two weeks to get airmail to New Zealand, so if I mailed a letter on Monday, I'd mark on my calendar, Pat says. I knew two weeks later she'd be reading my letter. I remember being excited and thinking, in another two weeks I'll probably hear from her. The two came to know each other to the core, even though they had never met. Pat's and Denise's relationship is no surprise. The two women found an intimate mode of communication that worked for them. Most people connect best face-to-face. Such communication is essential. We were designed for it. Yet, some of us find a certain freedom of expression in the written word. It's understandable. There's a depth and intimacy and an honesty that happens in writing that sometimes just can't be had in person. When we're writing or reading the written word, we're not distracted by the superficialities of physical appearance. We're more attuned to what's happening between the lines, and often we feel safer to share our innermost feelings and secrets. Of course, obvious pitfalls exist. Because it loses the nuances of vocal expression and body language, the written word can sometimes be misinterpreted. And in writing, we also tend to hear the tone of our parents or our most critical relative. We can sometimes misconstrue intentions and invent false motives. We may even doubt the other's sincerity. As intimate as writing can be, though, at a certain point there's only so much we can learn about a person from her words alone. To truly know someone's soul, we must eventually meet face-to-face. And that's exactly what Pat and Denise did. Both women were in their 30s when they met for the first time. It was a long flight across the seas, but well worth it. It was just incredible to meet someone that I had corresponded with for all that time, Denise said. They found their time together so rewarding, they met four more times. It's just easy to be with her, Pat says of Denise. 
She's got a great sense of humor, very practical and calming. When we would write, if there was stress going on, she'd give me support. Denise feels the same way about her friend. Pat's a giver. She thinks about other people all the time. As the years passed and technology changed, so did the way they communicated. Telephone calls just didn't happen 50 years ago, Denise said. Then the technology got better, and so we called each other. Then we also emailed. That was quicker. And now we can FaceTime and Facebook. The two women say they talk less often now, but with no less depth. It's like you make a cup of tea, and you sit down, and you're ready for a good long chat, Pat says. It's a fun couple of hours. And it will continue until one of us pops off into a better place, Denise says. The trick to a lasting friendship is keeping up the correspondence. Pat and Denise did something that's rare these days. They took the time and the emotional energy needed to connect to someone else's soul. In a world filled with endless noise and distraction, the two women made a pact to cut to what really matters. They shared who they really are. They listened, and they genuinely cared about each other. What can you do today to share who you really are with someone who will listen? What will you do to cut out the distractions and allow yourself to be truly vulnerable? Will you say, I am worth hearing, and find that person today? Thanks for listening. May your day be filled with love, laughter, and joy. Bye for now. Hi, this is Scott producer for the Daily Inspirations podcast. We hope you're enjoying these stories, and if you'd like more inspiration in your life, visit MyDailyIAm.com. You can find weekend blog posts, sign up for our email update list, and you can let us know about an inspirational story you'd like us to cover. Or just say hi. We'd love to hear from you.